You know, sometimes life is, is kind of quirky and funny, right? I, I sometimes like to say that if you can slow down your life to a certain degree, you, which is not something I'm good at, but I think that if you can slow down your life to a certain degree, you can start seeing patterns. And, and, and sometimes they're useful in your day-to-day, and sometimes they're just funny little ironies within your own life, right? What do I mean by that? So, like I said, it, it sometimes takes time to slow down your life. And, and as we get busier and busier and we take on more responsibilities, whether that's your career, whether that's your relationships, your family life, kids, whether it's taking on the stresses of the whole world, we now have a, we have now have a, a certain level of accessibility to the whole world where we know everything, not everything, but a good portion of what's what's going on that we likely can't take on all of that, right? And so it stresses people out. I get it. It's totally viable. But when sometimes you can put away the noise and relax and, and just pay attention to the universe, sometimes you get some weird little poetic gifts. And what do I mean by that? There are times in life which happen where I've, I've talked to people and they're going through things. And then however much longer after the initial prompt of the issues, I hear them talk about, oh, I, I was talking to blankety blank and I was telling them about how they should proceed with their situation because their situation is blankety blank. And I, again, I'm not going to give you guys details, but ultimately what I'm trying to say is that the, the advice this person was giving to their friend was the advice they should have done and taken themselves. Because ultimately what it comes down to is that when you're in your drama, when you're in your problems, you're in a siloed box and you can't see anything outside that box. But when you're outside of your problems, you're, you think better, you, you process things better and you know what you should be doing. And it's sometimes easier to give other people advice that you should be taking yourself. I can probably say I'm guilty of that, but I digress. That's one way I see these little patterns in life sometimes. That comes up a lot. And the other way is just funny, quirky little ironies where, where you're almost kind of like laughing to yourself, like really this is kind of the funny, funny little quirkiness of the universe, right? Whatever it is that you think that is, because I think it exists. In fact, I know it exists because I've seen it quite a bit lately. But whatever you think that is, whether you think that's God intervention, God's intervention if you're a religious person, whether or not you think this is some sort of karmic balancing or, or whether you think this is, we're in some sort of simulation, right? The simulation theory that's going around right now. And you think this is just a programmer having a little fun or maybe trying to teach you something, whatever it is. It's there. It's up for you to see it. And while... I don't have anything super incredibly meaningful to say about these little quirky things at the moment. I think sometimes, apart from the quirkiness and the life tips and the progressions on, on life, I think 
what is sometimes useful as well is you just start making comparisons and and thinking about life in a different way. And that only happens really once again when you can slow down your mind and think about life. I'll give you an example. I recently... finished Naruto. Those of you that follow me on Instagram likely know that. It's a very large undertaking of a show. It is 200 episodes of the original show, which is very lighthearted, and then it starts into Shippuden, I think it's pronounced, and that's 500 episodes. So you have to commit yourself to about 700 episodes of anime. If you're not an anime fan, that's likely very daunting. And I won't lie to you, in the beginning, Naruto starts very, very slow. It's a very like childish, childlike anime. That he's starting off young. You see him doing basic, doing basic things. You know, being a little troublemaker. Um, you know, doing little missions and learning about life little by little, right? And and as the show progresses through Shippuden, I mean, it it ramps up exponentially. By the end of the show, you're you're seeing these characters deal with you know, universal impacting things. I mean, it is, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy the way that a, a writer can write and, and, and make this kind of go from, hey, let me save a kitten to let me save the whole planet, right? It's, it's that kind of thing. So why, why am I even bringing this up? Well, because after you get through Naruto, and I'm not going to spoil anything for you because I honestly think it's one of the most well-written animes I've ever seen and that's coming from a legitimate Dragon Ball dick writer. I grew up with Dragon Ball. Naruto is on another level um, because it's it's the shit I'm into. It's it's high level character writing where you can literally look at each character, look at their motivations, look at their their characteristics, look at their choices and they all work. They all are believable and their intents and their actions are believable. Some more than others, right? But for the majority of them and what they're doing, it is incredibly well high written um, characters and storylines. And if art, if the, the goal of art is to make you feel something, that show did it tremendously. But let me get back to the point. At the end of the show, the very last like 10 episodes, I would even consider filler. That's the one downside about Naruto that everybody can probably agree on. There's a lot of filler. There's probably at least 100 episodes you can skip. And there's tutorials online on how to watch it to skip the filler. The last 10 episodes honestly are filler and can likely be skipped. There's probably only three episodes in the last 10 that you need to watch. With that being said, you know, you come off of a high of this crazy world-ending calamity that you're, you're watching unfold in front of you. And then the last 10 episodes are this wind-down, which is fascinating because if you look at the arc of the show, it, it's a slow ramp-up, and then you hit peak and then peak and then peak, and then it's a slow round-up round at the very end, uh, ramp-down. And it's fascinating because I found myself just kind of extremely kind of bored. <laughs> Not because the show's bad, but because when you go from a, a earth-threatening level 
of drama. And then you go down to like very basic living day-to-day shit where it's like, oh, I got to get this gift for this person and I got to get this gift and what kind of gift should we get them? Well, you're going to the, from, from saving the planet from this super strong character to that. It's like, oh, okay, this is, this is hard to watch. This is difficult to watch. But I got through it because, you know, I was committed and by that time I'm super connected and emotionally invested in the characters that I got through it. But what I'm trying to say is that was a little gift I saw myself from the universe as I was kind of thinking about this and I was like, this is a good podcast episode, is that ultimately it's funny how when you've been at a peak for a long time, going back to normality, back to a basic kind of type of living is incredibly boring. And I'm I'm still pondering through the idea of why the author chose to do that, right? It was a very last lackluster ending when you're ending the show like that. And I know he had movies and other things that were gonna tie it off, but to end the epic like that seemed a little weird. And I don't know if that's more of a business move than it is anything else. But what I came what came out of it for me was a couple things. One is that if you're a person that grew up in high drama situations and you grew up in like a toxic household or maybe an abusive relationship, whatever, if you're used to those type of high stressful situations, going back to a normal life for you, a basic and I wouldn't even say bad life. I would say more of a, a life where you find peace with things. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult because in many ways, your, your ramp up has probably been peaked for a long time when it comes to your, your, your stress hormones. You've been doing this for so long that now your high is that high. This is no different than a drug user that is using a certain amount of drugs, he's never going to be able to go back to a lower number, he or she, whatever you want to say. They're never going to go back to a lower number of that drug because it's not going to have the same effect anymore. You're going to have to keep kind of increasing it if you want the same kind of high. That's that chasing the dragon thing that drug people like to say. That's one thing that came to mind as I was kind of churning through the the levels of, of drama within this show. That was one realization, and I think if you're a person that has lived through those things for a long time, you have to kind of start doing some, you should be doing some self-analyzation as to what your peacefulness is, because there are those, believe it or not, if you had a nice upbringing when you were young, there are those that can sleep perfectly well with people fighting in the background, and that's because that's what they're at peace with, but I don't know if it's necessarily healthy to stay at that level. That's topic number one I think I I came to with the ending of the show. Topic number two is that I think in life, we, we need purpose. Whatever your definition of purpose is, whatever your definition of, of, of the reason why you live, whatever that is, we need it as humans. There is no reason 
to live at certain to a certain degree if you don't have purpose. Whether it's something as simple as just being able to provide for yourself and be able to survive and eat, have a, a safe place to stay, or whether it's something as complicated as your you know, developing mommy issues and your ability to to maybe get attention from your father or the approval, self-approval of males, whatever it is, right? Everybody has a certain purpose and needs out of life. And I think if you're at a high stress like that, that, that show ended, and then you go back to the other one, man, it's hard. It's hard having that, that downgrade. And what I mean by that is this, right? If you're a person where... Your purpose is to, let's say, make a million dollars. And then at the end, you make your million dollars. Your purpose has been fulfilled. What's the next thing? And I think as humans, we always need to have the next thing. Not because we're broken without purpose but i think i think it's a human nature thing to have purpose if you don't have purpose then you're left to your own whims and what's that what's that analogy of idle hands right you need to have certain purposes and and if you're that millionaire you likely need to find something else because that million was a, a representation of something, whether it's your, your, your justification for your existence, whether it's how much money you think you're going to need to just not be stressed out and, and full of anxiety, whatever that thing is, people need purpose. And so as that show ramped down, these characters doing these monotonous, simple little things were just whatevers. And I think for, the, for those characters, they didn't feel that ramp down. They were happy to be over the high drama situation, right? But I think as humans, if you're, you're in a situation where you finally reached your thing, you, you need to go to the next thing because I think depression and anxiety kicks in when you don't have the next thing. And that's why, I'll touch upon this in a second, you need to have those goals. How are those goals going, by the way? Are you working on those goals? You forgot about them? You know, we're about like halfway into the year, by the way. You should probably look at those. And I think the final point that I came to the realization from the ending of the Naruto show is that it's something I touched upon a second ago is that if you had purpose in doing something and then you no longer have purpose, some people fall into that line of drama. They feel the need that they need to do, they need to create drama in order to actually feel like they're living. You know, it's, it's that right there is one of the more toxic situations because we all know those people, especially in their youth, that they find themselves in really precocious situations, situations where, you know, you, it's not a great situation. If you're out at bars, you might know the person that drinks and then starts trying to get in fights with people. If you're at you know, in a bad relationships and you find yourself in another one. I mean, there's many levels to this. And as humans, that's why I feel like we need these goals. Because if you don't, and if you're left to sometimes to your own devices, depending what your moral compass looks like, depending on what your interests look like, depending on what your upbringing look like, looks like, you can find yourself in a situation very easily where you're going to create drama in your life because you're not used to being in a peaceful situation. You're not used to being in a situation where you're possibly 
in a room by yourself without entertainment in a peace and quiet situation and you're okay with that. Some people need that, that chaos. That's probably a better way of describing it. People, some people need a high level of chaos to feel like they're living, to feel like they're actually completing and living life. I'm not necessarily convinced that's for me. Maybe it's for you, you know, but ultimately I think these are all things. And then this podcast in a way is a way for you to think through some of these things that you need to challenge your own mindset and ideas on because ultimately it's up to you to figure out whether or not this is okay for you or not. But I'm going to tell you right now, I, I don't know of a lot of people that love being in the chaos all the time. Maybe if you lived in a not great area, maybe a drug-infested neighborhood with a lot of just gangbangers or whatever, and you're used to that chaos and you never want to get out of that chaos, that's, and you think that's okay for you and it truly is okay for you, then good on you, right? But for me, that level of, of constant thing, constant chaos, is not, 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 the, not the move for me. And so I would suggest to you that you might need peace, you might need a little, a little, or you might need a little chaos. But because everybody's definition of purpose and, and peace is different, I can't honestly give you, um, I can't honestly give you like tips for how to live your life because your life is quite different than mine, I would imagine. But think about those things. And aside from those things I just presented to you, I would invite you, apart from those three topics I just gave you, I would definitely invite you to think about the things going on around you and how those things poetically connect to your life. Because this whole podcast stems from me finishing a cartoon. And as much as people want to simplify cartoons and anime, man, there are some deep-ass themes in Naruto. And while being at that peak of that show and eventually kind of ramping down, you know, I found myself in that. And I think at some point we all need to realize that while you're going to have peaks in your life, your life can't constantly be a peak. You're not a social media influencer that pretends like their life is great all the time. Find the way to find peace in both the ebbs and flows of the ocean current. You have to find a way to find that peace. Whatever and however you define that piece. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you guys next time.